who has his own podcast, Apogee Podcast, Damn, who, like. who said he will commentate on it to like listen to you guys and tell us how to set it up so that we can get it done. Close the Wi-Fi down, make it to where it's password protected, and only like those three iPhones can have it and all that kind of stuff. Wait, who who who's this Apogee guy? David Carter. He's a member at the gym, but he has uh he owns a uh, physical therapy centers and he also has a podcast called the Apogee Podcast. He's had a lot of people on it that have been on this podcast, actually. Fuck that dude. Uh so he <laughs> so and does he use StreamYard? No, but he said he would be up for using whatever you guys say is the best thing to use. And then he's so, gonna commentate it? He said he would be willing to commentate it or be one of the people setting up the camera, go around interviewing the people, kind of like similarly to what Susan and Hiller did. So he's taking my job is what you're telling me. Are you flying out here? <laughs> um, well, let me know. I want to do it. I want to be involved. I want to do it. I need, yeah. I need, I need, I need practice. I want to do this one. We got someone else reach out to us today. Who's doing an event in Vegas. Uh, I hope that somehow we can work with them. Zillow's games. To, yeah. Hiller's I the head judge out there. I can't tell is you that. Really? I can't tell you that. And um, it is, wow. it is that. That's oh, crazy. JR's tongue is way loose. Uh, he must have done his vocal exercises before the show. He's had a cocktail. He's had a beverage. Um, and uh, it would. Do, do you remember how that started? We were doing. The, by the way, this show is going to be the ten greatest moments of the 2022 CrossFit Games. The ten greatest moments. This is the show. This is going to be the highest rated show in the history of the Seven Podcast. Hey, fuck you. Higher than when Dave Castro got fired. What'd you say? Oh, this guy. Okay, okay, and um, and then we're gonna do the not so greatest moments. But uh, shit, what the fuck's going on with my headphones? But um, uh, J- uh, Jr. No, not Jr. Uh, what's the bald dude's name? Taylor. Taylor wants you to know that it's nothing negative. It's just fun. It's no hate. It's a little hate. Still, we still, we still, <laughs> still love. It's still, still embracing the games. Um, so. Do you remember the first time we fuck with that? We it was um, it was that event that was in the desert, the Dubai Challenge. Yep. And it was their first day of the event, and they only Instagram live that shit. They didn't even put it to their YouTube station. They Instagram lived it from uh, that indoor um, uh, ski slope, the yep, ski slope right. in the desert. Do you remember that? And yep. so Tommy Marquez and some other chick, I think they were walking around with their phone and they were streaming it live to the Dubai Challenge Instagram account, and we fucking ripped that feed. Mm-hmm. And played it on our YouTube channel. And then we even made a graphics that, that said Tommy Marquez. And like then we would fool around and be like, thank you, Tommy. That's our uh, correspondent Honestly, on Twin yeah. yeah. And we and we yep. ended up, dude, that I mean, that's basically what we should be doing for the and, for the and you also remember we what should happened be doing every event like that. Yes, what we happened. definitely should. But they lost their stream, and yes. then we were the only people that had event one in du- on Dubai. Yeah, when Tommy was done filming, whoever was wow. done filming the Instagram Live didn't save it and post it. So now the only footage you can find of the Dubai uh, Championship is is on the Seven Podcast. It, we were talking weird. about, but with access and the ability to actually go in and set up and do our thing, that style I think would just change the game. It would crush. And and, and the Crucible, the, what's it called? The Crash Crucible. Crash isn't that crucible. Sa- isn't cru- what's Crucible mean? Isn't that sacrilege? No, it's just like a like a daunting task, like a really difficult task. Yeah, there was only one of those. That was the long haired dude carried the cross. Isn't that the like in, in MMA? It's called oh, it's called the crucifix. I'm confusing crucifix with yeah, slightly different. So so it's it's it is in um, 
on it's August. It's September 30th. Crash Crucible. Oh, and you even have fire in the background. Oh, I'm not coming near this event. I'm going to hell. <laughs> uh, you, so it's from uh, August, September, September. I got to write this down. We got to get, we got to get on this. Wait. Is that, are we going to step on the apogee guy's toes? Is he going to be pissed at us if we, if we want to play? No, dude, David, David wants to be a part of the live stream. So he wants to do whatever. Do you have a YouTube uh, channel for this, um, for this event? Uh, Rick, the videographer at the gym has, he's already created a crash YouTube channel. So we've already got that. Yeah. Okay. Which I would love to stream to multiple channels too. stream to mine streamers. You know what I was even thinking on what would be crazy. JR is, and I don't know if they would want to do this, but what if someone like mayhem was like, yeah, we'll stream it for you too. It's no sweat off their back, but imagine all the eyeballs it would bring to the fucking show. If they let us simultaneously stream live to their YouTube channel. Right. Well, I mean, hopefully Luke will be here competing. He's competed. Uh, he's competed. The both famous years, Luke dude. Parker. The bachelor. Yeah, that, that would be such a fucking incredible experiment. We would change the entire fucking landscape of fucking events nuts. if we did that. And, and, and the Mayhem Empire could leverage the fuck. I, I recently saw some statistics on, on who the big dogs are. It doesn't even matter how many followers they have. The, the shit that goes on there, the shit storm that goes on on their YouTube page is insane. The the just the participation and the, and the the number of people in the minutes watched. They're they're the kings. Even people who have more than them, they're 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 the yeah. Kings. So last year, uh, Luke, dude, are you are you sitting on a whoopee cushion? What the fuck are you smiling at? <laughs> He's like bouncing on his ball with a giggling. Dude, I'm I'm laughing at these comments, bro. <laughs> Fixed bayonets. <laughs> He's already, he's already sucked into the comments. <laughs> yeah, so I messaged Angelo trying to get him to come out here to either bring the team or come compete individually just because it's like a local thing. And, you know, we've we've had some back and forth on Instagram when the stuff about the press to handstand was coming out and he posted a, a awesome workout with press to handstand and uh, pegboard. And I tried to message him to get him to come out here or see if Luke was going to come back or Sasha to compete this year. But he hasn't seen the DM yet. So, Angel, if you're listening, check your DMs, dude. I'll just Sasha give you his back. number. I'll, give, I'll burn that relationship. I'll just give you his number. I'm <laughs> That's to, the second one today. Uh, no, I didn't I give operate, that dude. I don't just, operate like that. Okay. Well, I'll send a, <laughs> well, I'll send a text being like, hey, I get, I'm giving it to him, even though he doesn't want it. He doesn't operate like that. Uh, September 30th to September, October. October um, 2nd. Hey, it, it, like it matters if Jr. has your phone number. He still fucking won't, won't ever call you, text you, nothing. <laughs> the, the man with the fewest words ever spoken in one lifetime, Jr. Howell. He even shortened his name so people he wouldn't people wouldn't feel obligated to say more more words, more names, more letters. <laughs> Jr. Anybody that really knows me knows that I'll ramble. He does, he's never rambled. I've been lucky enough to get him on the phone a few times. He doesn't know how to ramble. <laughs> fucking ramble um this is exciting uh this is exciting show do, do you guys feel like you're out of your wheelhouse a little bit you guys are the programming guys taylor no, I, ta I taylor like seriously concentrate for a second uh, matt do you <laughs> seriously concentrate do not look down there there's no pussy down in there shut the do, fuck up do you don't feel out of your lane like this is a, this is, you guys are the programming guys and this is like taking away from sort of like the professionalism that you guys have already established like this is too um too immature silly for you well no, i haven't established i'm actually a little bit interested to see how many people actually agree with like the moments that i thought were big moments 
Because oh. what I think were really important moments over the course of the weekend, other people may have been like that. That was I didn't notice it, or it was very not memorable. Oh God, I hope you fucked this show up, Jr. Because because you're you're batting like a thousand already. Hey, can you bet better than a thousand? You need someone. We need you to do fuck up a show and be like, dude. He thought the best moment was when Adrian Bosman wiped the sweat off his brow. Dude, I'm the guy that sits here and doesn't talk. Everyone in the comments just says, "Hey, you guys should have Jr. on so he could sit there and not say anything." <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to those knucklehead in the comments. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's uh, really that much professionalism established. Maybe, maybe uh, to some degree, but I think I'm the perfect man for the not top ten. I'm a great okay. shit talker. I would agree. Uh, JR and uh, Taylor were kind enough to send us links um, to the moments. I am terrified that we're going to overshow too too many seconds and, and CrossFit do something stupid. I just um, got really nervous when you said that. I was like, okay with it. Then you said you were nervous. Now I'm super nervous about it. So as long as we – thank you, Bruce. You're right. Fuck professionalism. You're right. I mean the timestamps that I've sent are like – perfect to show six seconds and then yeah yep, me too i'm gonna be hot on the that's mic. what I, that's what i tell my wife too hey don't complain <laughs> that was a perfect six seconds um okay uh so b- before we dig in um h- how wh- what was your cri- these are was this hard to do to pick 10 jr no because initially i had some not so positive memorable moments that taylor said were more suited for his not top 10 so I would say seven or eight were really easy to get, but then I had to go back and watch some events to find the other two. Um, and, and since you sent the list, do you, do you uh, regret it? Are there somewhere you're like, oh, God, I wish I had to put that in instead of this? No, no, I like these. I'm sure some people in the comments will will mention some ones that maybe I didn't think of. Uh, JR tank tops only from now on. I agree. Yes, just, cut, just cut the sleeves off that shit. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, you you pick the ten and and do you think you um it was a fair you you chose them over all how, how like many events were, you know that fair yeah uh, okay um do you did you look at all the events equally yes and how many events were there thirteen and wh- why didn't we do top thirteen just to give each event that way if one event had two of the moments we wouldn't it would be like really heavy why how did we choose ten well there were a couple events that the only thing memorable that I could think of or when I went back to watch were things that were like, oh man, that person couldn't do that thing. Like they failed or that it wasn't so much someone doing something memorable from a positive standpoint. So I think Taylor's going to hit some of those. Well, what JR wanted to do was the top 10 most impactful moments from the games, which I think could be a different show in and of itself. But I think what this show is, is Top 10 best moments from the games. And then we're going to take a quick look at the not top 10, the 10 biggest fuck ups. <laughs> but, 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 but with love. Yeah. Yes. Yes. With love, with love and with hate. Love ish. Okay. Um, I, 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 do you guys hear me echoing? Alan just said that he heard me echoing. I don't. No, I don't. Why are we yelling out? Okay, I'll stop yelling. Sorry. Or no, he's yelling. Alan's yelling. I don't hear an echo. Good, Bruce. Uh, Alan, Alan's fucking ears are ringing. Okay. Um. Let, well, let's let's just fuck it. Let's dig in. Uh, 2022 CrossFit Games, 10 greatest moments. Am I, am I, am I, 
Shit, number 10, really? So I'm going to make sure this is the this number 10 starts with Sean retires. Correct. Number 10, Sean retires Tia, and then Tia says, well, maybe. Yeah, and so this one was like kind of on the border, and that's why I put it at 10, because it could be it could be a not top 10. Like Sean, like only Sean can with his delivery and his sultry voice, comes up with this way after speaking with Shane, after speaking with multiple people in the camp about this being Tia's last year about this being her last workout. And he lets the audience know during the workout. And then he has this awesome delivery at the end of the muscle ups where he says, it's been said that behind every great man is an even greater woman. Well, now there are two great men behind the greatest woman move over Matt, move over rich. And it's like, dude, that's awesome. And then she does the interview and says, that's the question, isn't it? And now we've seen post on Shane's Instagram saying that six sounds good, but Tia thinks seven sounds better. And it's like, you know, in Sean's situation, he did exactly what he was told. But as far as this being an impactful moment to the sport, it could have easily been number one. But because maybe depending on how you look at it, her coming back may be the worst thing for the sport because that just means it's another year for her to lose. And some people may think it's the best thing that she's going to come back and keep winning until she can't win anymore. Let's play a little bit of this. And then there's a lot of meat on the bone here to talk about. Finish like that. We have to know, do you come back one more time or is this the end? That's the question. God, I love her. And do you God, think, I love her. Do you what think a great she, shot of her? Do you think she or, or Shane told Sean Woodland that, Hey, you can announce this or wh- where did yeah, he come up sure. with that? I mean, no, Sean, Sean went on, I believe, and talked to, um, Chase, Chase and Chase and, um, and the big dog, Bill Grunler. Yep. Yeah. He went on Chase and Bill and said, no, dude, like I, I verified this multiple times <laughs> with Shane and with others to make uh, sure this that's is not what, what I wanted. heard. That's not what I heard. I heard he verified it with Mariah more mariah oldroyd the create the documentary filmmaker i heard that she this is what i thought i heard out of shane's mouth but anyone could go on to the get with the programming and verify this i heard that mariah went out of her way told told sean woodland yo dude feel free to uh not 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 feel free please announce maybe even request it announce tia's retirement by the way i love the whole thing how it played out it's weird how it's 100% Sean's fault because the words came out of his mouth and it's 100% not his fault. It can be both. It's fine. It's cool. But if I, th- if, 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 uh, if JR tells me to throw a rock at his car window and I break it and then he's like, fuck wrong car, dude, it's still my fault. Or, or if he says I was just joking or whatever, I threw the rock. I didn't have to throw the rock, but I love it. What a, what a great, it's fun, right? It's, isn't this whole thing fun? It's giving the women competitors hemorrhoids thinking about is he yeah, coming like back that. or not? I like that. It's it's energizing. It's giving us something to talk about. I fucking love it. And I anything I've ever said negative about Tia, uh, I just want you to know it's because I'm upset because she hasn't come on the show. Mal is drooling and she is sweating, wondering what's going to happen. It's good. It's good. Um, and, and and when Sean was on um, Chase, what get with the programming with Chase and Bill, he handled it great. He didn't oh, even yeah. seem stressed out at all. He's like, just like, He's like, dude, I did what they told me to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was good. But I don't think Shane or Tia walked up to him and said, um, 
Hey, but but you know what was interesting? Chase did say this on the show. He said, um, of all the things we could say as commentators, this this is like this this would be the coolest thing to get to say. I'm paraphrasing as a commentator. Like it's a really big thing and a fun thing to get to break. But unless you're wrong. No, even then it's good. It's good. I mean, fuck, he probably put on some followers. <laughs> I think it's great. For the class. I, I would like to see her keep going until she gets beat. I'd like to see her keep going until she gets beat. I'd like to see all of them keep going until they get beat. Get a something about the way that she did it this year, even though the point spread was there. And if she wouldn't have taken the 22nd or 23rd because of the single unders, you still would have had that really dominant performance. But I think the style of test maybe was enough of a change for her to say, hmm. Maybe I should come back and prove to everyone that even with this style of testing, it's not a fluke and I can still keep winning. It's more execution based. And I made some mistakes on the wall ball and I made, you know, maybe some pacing mistakes on the Elizabeth elevated and some uncharacteristic workouts, performances, whatever you want to say that weren't very Tia esque as far as what we're used to. She's not interesting that maybe just, it, it didn't end the way she wanted it to end. Yeah, she's not happy with that point. result. It's like a, it's like winning the race, but you stepped in dog shit. God, I hope this is true. What Jason said, I hope this is true. Uh, Shane and T are so big in social media and their product. Maybe it's all by design to keep the chatter up. God, I would fucking love that. I hope. I hope uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock come out and say that was fake too. I would love that. Uh, in 2020 to 2022, the Will Smith, uh, Chris Rock um, slap was fake uh, and uh, COVID was fake and the vaccine was fake and Tia is not retiring. So we have continuity. Like how we squeeze that all in there. OK, so um, and, and what about what about after day one when Tia said after she got mangled a little bit, tossed up, she said something at the end of day one. Right. She said all or, all, or after day two, she she dropped an F-bomb let's fucking go or I'm going to fucking tear this shit up from here on out. Or she dropped, she looked at the camera and gave a, a something. Yeah. I think she said like, I'm ready. Bring on, bring on day two or something like that. Yeah. Ready to fight. Yeah. I like it. Oh, Mooney. She's not juicing. She's not juicing. Dude, if you saw my penis, I don't even know what you would think. You're not, you're that, you're like the antithesis of juicing. <laughs> you're pulling testosterone out of your body. And uh, giving it to I, others. So, so, uh, so Tia has made it, um, Tia and Sean Woodland and Mariah Moore. I'm going to give that and, and Nikki Brazier, Bra- Brazier, uh, uh, Sean, uh, th- that's their moment. Um, and I liked, and I liked the way Tia said it too. Isn't that the question she liked and her smile and her, fucking shoulders and her hands on the hips okay number number nine paulson tries to break the bike oh yeah 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 echo press uh it, it, he's referring to tim paulson i believe he made it through the last chance qualifier with ariel lowen that's correct uh, guest of the show uh let's check it out yeah this was cool he said after this that no one would beat him in a bike sprint. <laughs> what do you mean? When did he say, like on his social media or just like? I think it was on his Instagram. I think he was like, nobody's beating me in a bike sprint. Do you? What I do would you think love to are? see. I would let, can we, 
can we get Tim, Jason, and Roman in the same place and just have them do like a 50 cal for time and stream it? Wow. That would be so cool to watch, those three. I love it. Seb on screaming microphone, shirts back in stock. Oh, I think we're going to get fucking a cease and desist for that. Jeez Louise. Jeez Louise. Jeez Louise. Oh, uh, uh, Taylor, you got shirts now. Yeah, I got I got some sick shirts on the Vindicate website. SM, SMTP. SMTP. Susie, you got that? Yeah, buddy. SMTP. Oh, I'm so glad I got it right. What's SMTP stand for? Suck my tiny penis. <laughs> Self-made training program. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, so We're going to have to work on your marketing. I was trying to keep that so straight. It was impossible. Uh, I, I want to, uh, you, you got it. You got to give um, uh, Sean and Chase credit for the energy they brought to that because if they would they kind of gave you a permission to like jump off the couch and get giddy yeah and here's the deal with that workout until you got to the last bike the bikes were just something you needed to do for most people and try not to use your arms so that you still had them for when you got onto the block and had to do the wall facing handstand push-up so the fact that you could get excited like that at the end because everyone knew that when you got to that last bike, you were going to sprint. And I think that's also by design with Adrian. I think it was brilliant that he put the bike at the end to almost reward those that had gotten through the other reps to just hammer it at the end and, and race each other, which was pretty cool to watch. Um, w- would you argue that the the runner, the, the uh, bike, um, the ski erg, and the rower are, are four of the most boring elements of – of, of the CrossFit Games, of the Test of Fitness? No. No? What would you say is? Running, like a long run, and they just have a fucking aerial view of people doing nothing. Or like the bike, the bike to work. Like just watching them bike. The crit was fun to watch. Cyclocross was cool. The legless bike repeat was awesome. But something at, like... At least with the bike, when they're on a real bike, there's tension of, of us uh, um, hoping there's a crash. I mean, crash. I mean hoping there's not a crash. Sometimes, but you can see like massive amounts of effort on the machines that I think are fun to watch. Whereas like you, you can see like, yeah, you can see the tension and maybe them crashing a real bike, but you can also see like the hesitancy and the athletes that suck at real biking. And they're like, it's like, they just pulled the training wheels off and they're not going fast. And they're like scared to like wreck. And they just, I don't know. I think that's more boring to watch. And then, and then as far as, um, uh, machines, was that the most, would you, where would you rank that? Does, do any other machine moments in the history of CrossFit stand out to you? I mean, the only one I can think of is, is when Kalipa uh, set the record for the 2000 for the uh, marathon um, row, the marathon row. I mean, that was fucking, and that wasn't so much his performance in the way it looked, but just when you heard that number over the fucking intercom, you were like, wow, what? I think watching, Two 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 three intervals with the skier. I thought that was a fun ski to watch, um, machine wise. I, I think, think the most fun machine that I can think of is the George Sanchez um, salt banger forty cal into the banger, I believe, and him yep. getting it done as fast as he did. I mean, that's other than what was that like heat seventeen? Yeah, it was heat seventeen. He did the forty <laughs> George the Sanchez 40 cal in ten seconds and then pulled the banger across instead of hit it. He did. Yeah, I mean, that event's probably the most memorable because of, you know, people saying that uh, certain individuals cheated or didn't do the movement properly and but he did not that. so much about how much he crushed that bike. But I'll remember it for the bike for sure. 
Fantastic. Well, I I can't think of any more. Tim Paulson now kind of stands out to me as the I, I wouldn't I would not only give that number nine in the greatest moments of the CrossFit Games of 2022, but maybe one of the greatest uh, bike or machine moments in the history of CrossFit. Tom Something Paulson. that I'll really remember on a bike too. Taylor probably will is the year Ben won and seeing they they zeroed in on Matt on the bike when he, finally, when he finally got through the parallette and like they just stayed with his face as he was trying desperately to catch up. And that's like an image on a machine that I'll remember him like yeah. really trying to catch up on yeah. that. Uh, not in an event, but uh, oh, the, well, the craziest thing I've heard on a bike is uh, Matt Bickle tore the arm off an assault bike. Don't even know who that is, so. If you, if you saw him, you'd recognize him from social media. He's he's a f- former 500-pounder, dropped down to 400 pounds. He's basically Sam Dancer's bodyguard. Big old, super cool dude. But Yeah, I think Hunter's trained with him some. I think, right? Hunter's trained with him a little bit. Yeah, probably. All, all the cool people know him. and That's why Taylor doesn't know him. And um, he also, I think maybe he ripped the handle <laughs> off a rower, too. I think maybe he's done that also. Well, that's just a waste of money. Hey, Pickle. hey, hey, admire. All right, all AC three ten one ninety nine. Thanks for the content. You're welcome. What are you riding? That bike's too small for you. Uh, number eight. Gee doing gee things and hat trick. Gee Malheros from Brazil, the twenty two year old. Yeah, and you know some some sometimes you just have to. Usually it's with a barbell with gee, but sometimes you just have to watch people move comparatively to someone like Fakowski how fast he can get out of the bottom of his squat, how much shorter he is than Tim, and then how he can just lift a hundred pound dumbbell six inches off the ground and pull under it that fast and be that stable overhead. He's just, I mean, you can say whatever you want when he has an opportunity to showcase how explosive he is. There's no one that compares in the sport. Are we going to get to see two clips? Are we going to get to see his wall balls and his? Uh, do we have two clips for this? Yes, one? you'll get to oh. see like you get to see like the last three wall balls and the first two snatches and just how much how fast they are. Damn, you did good. You done good. Let's check it. Longer frame. He also has a really textbook squat. Very very good mover. What if, we, what if we turn the audio off? Between him and Brim. Yeah, I'm, I'm get wondering if that just changes our um, if when we turn does it the the copyright shit. Uh, Lizar, Guy is so technical, sound, and fast. You're going to pull up his, um, his, him pulling, yeah. Yeah, watching him, yeah, watching him snatch is, is just really impressive in this workout. What all I ever hear about Guy that the reason why he's so good at that is because his original coach was an Olympic lifter, but a lot of people have had Olympic lifting coaches as their original coaches. I think, it's a, I think it's a combination of his movement quality. But then also the the twitchiness of his muscles is just Genetics, not something yeah. that you teach, and it's he's not got a ma- yeah. He's got amazing technique, like incredible technique, top top notch technique, and he's also genetically so suited to that time domain, that energy system, just that that style of athlete, quick twitch, like Jr. said, extremely explosive. Hey, were the other guys switching at the top too? Look at him. He's switching the snatch at the top. Were the other guys doing that? Yeah, most guys were. And we, most guys were. And me and Taylor talked about this on the programming breakdown. Was would have been even more impressive 
and probably would have increased his margin of win as if he would have been able to do all six with one in row and not yeah. advance every Instead two. Instead of having to, yeah. Because uh, And here's the thing. A lot of those athletes can do six touch and go. So, so many would have tried, and I think that would have increased the kind of spectacle of a lot of athletes failing going that fast with the 100. I think it would have been cool. Look at his angle of his body right there. He's already – he's two steps out of the snatch, low, and he's already yeah. full sprint. I mean, he's, he's like fucking – can you play this for a couple more seconds, sprint, Susan? Let's man. just see. Say that again, Jer. He's just born to sprint. Some people just got it. But you don't want to take anything away from him anyway. You know, there for sure is a lot of genetics. Ooh. But the guy works really fucking hard. Oh, uh, yeah. Go back to that again. Look at this technique. After the first snatch, he drops it and catches it on a bounce. Nope, nope. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, go back uh, even a little bit further. Yeah, surprisingly, that turf does have a good bit of rebound to it, which is beneficial in a workout like this. Wait, you didn't have to switch hands right there? That was a second of the he set. The oh, so, so, okay, 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 right, 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 right. Thanks, Susa. Damn, it's good. So, the, does mean, this his, whole thing his, take- his speed out of the bottom is just crazy. There's no, there's no, there's no half a second pause to stabilize. He's just pushing the dumbbell back up. Like, like it's not a hundred pounds. Yeah. Like it's just his hand. All right. Number eight, Gee, Gee doing Gee things. Uh, how did he, how did he place in that workout? He won. He won. And, and how many events did Gee win at the CrossFit Games? Mm, two. Good. That one in the sandbag. Ah, oh, right. Did you think that? Are, are, do we have the sandbag in here? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, then I'll, I'll wait. Oh, well, fuck it. I'll ask it now. Did you think that that strength was going to transfer to the sandbag? That athleticism and that strength for Gee. For Gee, yes. Only because at the light, at the heavier loads, what was really advantageous is having super explosive hip drive and yep. hip opening. Once you had it on your lap, right? To 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 sort of make, I mean, I, this is probably an exaggeration, but to make that three hundred and forty pound bag weightless for a second, so you could get it up there, get under it. Yeah, I think for some athletes like Gee, you notice that technique where he extended the hips really quick and then got under the bag like a power clean, and then you saw other athletes like Cole Sager, uh, Freya Mooseberger, where like they pop the hips extremely slow and like inch the bag up onto their sternum and then their upper rib cage and then their chest. And they like inch the bag one inch at a time and just so different. Uh, and Gee, being as explosive as he was for sure, the technique paid off. Um, uh, Nick, uh, you know, that's not true. I'm a viscosity guy, not a weight guy. Uh, so just, you know, and you know that I know, I know you would listen to the show viscosity. <laughs> that's, that's the word. That's the word. Uh, number seven, uh, seven, uh, working our way to the number one, um, greatest moment of the 2022 CrossFit games, um, by J.R. Howell and supported by the thumb Taylor self Roman walks it off alpaca. Oh, I don't even know what this is. Roman yeah, walks so, it off alpaca. Yeah. So sometimes you see things and you see the way people finish workouts. A lot of people think of Jason at the Mac winning events when people are rolling around on the ground and he's just pumping his chest. And you see things like that and you wonder what in the world 
Why does that person not look like they're hurting and everyone else is writhing in pain? Roman is that dude. And when I saw this on the final day, just this was just a pure capacity grunt work style workout. The fact that he got done and just walked it off like he could have gone 20 seconds faster and seeing Justin and Ricky rolling on the ground right after is one of those moments for me that I'm like, wow, Roman is here to stay and he really is a contender to win it. So I am not uh, a competitor of any sorts, but the observation has been made by me and millions of others that whoever wins usually is like that. And I think it's because there's some sort of, I don't think it's because they didn't push as hard as the other people. No, no. It's psychological, I think. Yeah, like when I see I Josh agree. Bridges celebrate, I'm like, I for what sure the agree. fuck is going on? There's dudes dying after. And yeah, but, yeah but well, then we're going to get into the nuances of, of the programming of the actual workout. Like a workout like that, the Josh one was all muscle fatigue. It wasn't because you were, your heart was going to explode or your legs were going to fall off. And you didn't You're talking about the sled pull. But you look at, you look at, but I agree with Sevon. I mean, I really do. I, you look at a lot of events like, uh, Echo that was burn. cool that you said you agreed with me until you said I really do. Like so, like, look like at, it made you batshit crazy. Look at the look at the twenty thruster forty cal twenty thruster from the Rogue Invitational that Jason won, and he beats everybody. And people are like fucked up after that workout, and he walks it off. Or the twenty one fifteen nine echo workout from Waterpoo is the same thing. I, it's it's not affecting him differently than other athletes, but the adrenaline of winning that event. And if you're a competitor who really feeds off of kind of the pain of other athletes, like when you're winning you get energized by it and you want to go harder and you feel better because you're beating the shit out of people. It, I think it's psychological more than anything. Yeah. Well, do you, uh, don't you think that Justin after winning the CrossFit games for the second straight time would be able to just pump his fist and do the let's go with his mouth wide open because no, he, the- well, he, he didn't win Jackie pro and he was just rolling on the ground, not even celebrating having won. I know. And I, and I don't think that I think, the reason that is, is because there's another athlete beating you and you're thinking, fuck, how are they going so fast? And then when you're the athlete winning, you're thinking, fuck you. And it's a psychological yeah. thing. It's pumping you up. I, I mean, I know Justin won the games. I get it. I know that. But in the moment, Justin maybe is not thinking I'm about to win the games. Maybe he's thinking, fuck, this workout hurts. Yeah, that's something we should do. We should just go back and like look at just the games, like games, victories, who won the events, and look at their reaction afterwards. Oh, I like that. That's a show. Make a note of that, Susan. That's a All show. Right. That's a show. By the way, uh, Susan, sure can I see? Can I see your shirt for a second? Um, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know that um, uh, this is a um, this is the uh, cult shirt made by um, Get with the programming. And uh, we at the Seven Podcast will be coming out with our own oh. version, but it will be the um, cunt shirt. <laughs> we are dropping the L, uh, j- just so you know. So, so don't spend all your money Please. on the cult gear. We will be. Um, oh my goodness! I'm so fucking annoyed. I didn't come up with that idea. I, I'm. It's my idea that CrossFit's a cult. <laughs> You'll be hearing from our lawyers. Uh, Roman won by like 13 seconds. Laura, Laura, almost a minute on the same event. Is this just a male highlights? Uh, no, we did the obligatory female already, Tia. And uh, there, yes, there will be no more females. What, 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 Mr. Big and Flexi, what does the duration of the victory have to do with it? Let's watch the clip and, and JR can tell us why. It's, this is about the walk-off, not about the duration of victory. Roman Krenikov. 
the flagless man. I mean, Roman Roman does this on the swim mm. workout too. He mm. he wins the swim and looks at his coach and says, "Me, me, I won." Like it's just it's the pain tolerance, the capacity. You just cannot argue with Roman. He never, never, <laughs> never looks like he is pushing the limits of his capacity. That's the point I'm trying to make, and that's special when you're looking at people who may be able to win the games. Please tell me there's another girl in here. No more girls. Shit. I have a lot of girls though. Don't worry. Canceled. Canceled. Uh, I've got. I've got. Oh look! Got look! Girl, look! Look! Okay. Girls in the top three. Okay. Thank you. Uh, roll that back, please. Roll that back. Th- this. So. Um, so here we go, uh, Mr. Jr. and uh, Mr. Self from SMTP. Look it's at psychological. Look at- For me. I think it's psychological. I mean, entirely. Justin, I think the appropriate term for what Justin is, Justin's dick is in the dirt. He rolled off like he, oh, and he adjusted his nuts. He rolled off like he, like uh, someone rolls off a rower, like a dead man rolls off a rower. And you could definitely make the argument that if Roman would have been in a race on the sled, that he would have pushed harder on the sled and then maybe had the same reaction and fell down afterwards. I don't think that would have been the case. Go read, go read David Goggins and tell me it's not psychological. Uh, uh, Putin uh, got him on that good, good. All right. <laughs> <shut up. laughs> oh my goodness. You guys. Wow. Why, why, why? Uh, thank you, Roman, for making the list. Um, you're making Jared's job too easy. Number six, crop tops and crossovers. Nick Matthew saves, uh, Adrian Bosman's job and from being lynched. At the end of the CrossFit Games, that makes me cringe. Skill, speedy, skill, speed, medley. I, 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 I know exactly what you're talking about, and I couldn't agree more. God, the this is a few different clips of him working his way through this, and then there's a clip of Boz at the end, kind of clapping and celebrating. I can't stand the crop top either. It does nothing for me. I'd rather have him tie a fucking shirt up like a fucking Daisy Duke. I think, I think the jorts that uh, uh wear a hammock, dude. Let the Raw. fucking helmet flash. Something like that. I mean, yeah. I get here's he's got the balls to rock it and he's doing his own thing. He doesn't give a fuck what other people think, but damn, that's cringy to me. Yeah. But okay, I, sorry. JR, did you say something about that? What are we looking at? What 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 are we what the fuck? No, that? just showing that, you know, he was he was he was the most fluid by far on the crossovers. And then he was able to do the low start press to handstand on the first attempt. And it was just really impressive to see someone move through it like that. And I'm sure Adrian was just really happy that he was able to do it. And then Guy finished shortly after him. Justin was coming off the ramp. He just needed about three more seconds to finish it as well. Uh, Hold on, Sousa, before you push play on that. This is also, I'm going to say this is, if if you don't mind, uh, uh, um, JR, I hope you're not going to hate me for this. There's a 6A and a 6B to this one. Is that okay, JR? Sure. Let's give the film crew, the broadcast team, a fucking huge pat on the back for being aware that this was a fucking train wreck. And at the last minute, it was saved and they filmed Adrian Bosman clapping. This is a this is a brilliant use of split screen and uh, Chase and Sean talking about how Matthew saved the day. This is a. this is home run shit. This was I mean, it's fucking so, it's, cool. It's so authentic to Adrian's reaction. He is genuinely giddy that someone was able to do it. He loves it. Yeah, I mean, he's just he's just clapping the whole like 
Look at him. I mean, he's the only person in the place clapping. Everyone else is like cheering and losing their shit, and he's just like beating that drum. He's like, thank fuck. Yeah. Action. Oh, he's oh he's oh oh so he that's like a nervous clap. He's Adrian was clapping like the whole time for that event. Like once he realized the the, the no, I think the up. crossover. He started clapping after the crossover. He's like, okay, someone can finish the crossovers. Yeah, and they point, showed him again, like after yeah. he actually finished clapping. Hey, uh, Teddy, Teddy, where are the big dogs? You follow Colton Mertens. He he's like number fifty in the all time and in the in the in ranked in the um athletes. Brian Friend's athlete list, uh, 100 best CrossFitters. You're his video guy. You don't give us direction, Teddy Williams. Is is Brian Friend? Susan, make sure you read this. He's got a good point. <laughs> is Brian Friend the new Todd McShay? Because I, I know, Todd I McShay is so is. fucking annoying. The NFL scout. But Brian did great. Yeah, I love Brian. But just so is Hiller, Mel Kuyper. Oh no, Hiller's like uh, Hiller's like fucking. Uh, Paul Feinbaum. <laughs> hey, go back to that again where Adrian walks off and he's clapping. I think, oh, is it too hard? I know. it's. Hey, guys, it is a huge timeline that he's scrolling on. It's like, it, it, it's it's a massive timeline. I blame uh, Taylor and JR for not giving them, for, they needed to give them the links to the, to the actual spots. Next time. I, I Taylor's it. hurt. He is so low on the list, dude. He's like he made the fucking list. I don't know. And, and Jr. tried to defend you in the comments too, Taylor. By the way, I didn't see any of that. What'd you say, Jr.? I didn't even know I was uh, talked about until someone. I sent a text that I believed would be received in confidence, and then it was shared. Who <laughs> <laughs> shared it? Who uh -oh. shared? Wait, someone in the comments shared it or Sevon shared it? it uh, he sends me a private text. I'm like, I normally don't do this, but fuck it. And I read JR's text. On what was it? It did fucking you were a decent CrossFitter. <laughs> I just sent him a screenshot of the leaderboard from Crucible last year and who was in it and the point spread and that when healthy, you're very, very fit. I wasn't he, even healthy then. I had no ACL. That was right after the rain. He was talking about how great you were and I dismissed it as just home cooking. We need. We really need to bring up the picture on this show if we can. Uh, Taylor, I'm sure has it saved of what was in Taylor self's knee. Oh, can we do that? Susa? I'll send, we it really should question. do it right now. Let's just uh, do it. Uh, okay. what do you, what do you mean by that? Explain that um, to me. There are lots of, there are lots of objects, non-living. I had removed in this last surgery a person's kneecap and they were inside Taylor's knee. Like, uh, okay, here like, we go. Like, like, like when a woman in her ovaries, like has a cyst and they open it up and there's like hair and teeth and shit. In there, yeah, like, like yeah. Like, uh, like um, I had a surgery in 2019 from sutures, a skateboarding accident. Hardware. <laughs> I had a surgery in 2019 from a skateboarding accident. Like I fucked my shit all up skateboarding. Um, Were you high? No, I wasn't. But I was doing some stupid fucking shit. Like I mean, you know, if you skateboard, you get your balls get big after some shit, and you're like, all right, I'm about to hit this, and then it hits you. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I fucked myself up, and the surgeon just did a really shit job. You would have thought I fucking got surgery in Tijuana is like the way that that <laughs> – it was – I mean, pull this picture up, Susie. You got it? Susie, I can do it too if it's it too – crazy. you got too much shit going on. Want me to do it? Yeah, yeah, okay. Stand by. I want to know what Caleb's re live reaction is. We need Caleb too. He's another medical professional. I, I'm, I'm hiding my texts. I'm hiding my texts. The other day on the show, I showed all my fucking texts. And I just sent a text to Brian saying I was going to be a couple minutes late to the show because I was dropping off a last-minute deuce. And someone fucking, <laughs> someone fucking screenshot it. And 
Fuck me. <laughs> That's fucked up. I imagine. Could have been, no, could have been worse. Could no, have been so. Could have been bad. Could have been bad. I imagine like the other day at the gym, I walked in the bathroom and there was like, it smelled like shit, but there was one little nugget in the toilet, like just the size of like a little chicken popper from Popeye's. And that's how I imagine you poop. Just like one nugget at a time. And there's like Me? three nuggets in there. <laughs> Me? Let's just go ahead and say that everything on this four by four, for those of you that aren't medical, the four by four is the square of gauze. Everything on the four by four was inside of his Can you zoom in a area. Inside my joint capsule, all that. Like, what the fuck? I didn't even know that was in there, dude. You didn't? I mean, I knew this. I knew, I knew, I knew two of the screws were in there for like fixation points for the ACL, but. They t- the dude. What's the doctor's dental floss doing in there in his fishing line? Exactly, and they're like knots. He tied like fucking. He tied his shoelaces in there. There's like what the fuck? There's some there's some sutures that probably were supposed to dissolve in there. <laughs> I asked I asked my my current surgeon who's a fucking pro. I was like, would you would you? This is the other thing. The surgeon thought it was crazy enough to pull out his personal cell phone and take a picture of it in the middle <laughs> of surgery. Hey, look, look at that piece of string that's right here stuck to the top of the screw. That's yeah. unsettling. So anyways, I, I asked him, I was like, would you ever use this in surgery? And he like takes like a five second pause and he's like, they're all appropriate medical devices. And that's all he says. I wow. was like, fuck me, dude. Wow. Wow. So. I've got some hope. So he was competing at Crucible, at Wadapalooza, <laughs> everywhere with all of this inside of his knee, wondering hey, why his knee felt tight. Why did they take it out? Because I don't need it. So what happened is I, I have no ACL, and before Syndicate, I tore my meniscus. And I guess I had torn my ACL at the ranch over some uh, over the summer and retore it. Uh, well, I didn't actually fully retear it because that string they used to like – beef it up. You're not supposed to use a fucking string for your ACL. It's supposed to be tendon. Anyways, so they removed all of that. And then I had the holes that they used for the ACL last time filled with new bone. And this time it's like a first time surgery from scratch. They fixed the meniscus. All will be well. So, uh, they took that out because it doesn't need to be in there. And because this guy's a pro and the last guy was from Tijuana. No offense to anyone in Tijuana in the chat. Offense taken. Yeah, but fuck that guy. I mean, <laughs> all right. Uh, so crop uh, crop tops and crossovers. Nick Matthew uh, saves the skill medley. Um, can can we see one more time um, his his um, him doing the um, the from the the seated position from the tuck to a handstand? And you're saying Jr. He got that on his first attempt. Yeah, that was first attempt. How close was he to the time cap when he uh, crossed the finish line? Do you know, uh, I want to say maybe. Th- 30 seconds under he okay. still had time and, and Justin almost finished it. And, and he's the only person at the CrossFit games who finished this workout. No, Gee finished it. Okay. Nick Matthew. And, and, and everyone calls him Nick Matthews, but it's actually Nick Matthew for those who know us. Yeah. No S. Thank you for those who give, uh, who don't want to offend the man. And he's from Tijuana. You said, no, no, dude. Stop that. <laughs> I know. He's from Minnesota. He's a great guy. He's a really nice dude. <laughs> Hey, he's not. He's he's got a fucked up shirt. He's, well, this he's, is this is something too. While we're while we're waiting on this to talk shirts about shirts from Tijuana. So yes. you got you got a dude like Nick Matthew who finishes top twenty at the games. He gets in only because 
someone tests positive at his semifinal. He gets beat in the last chance qualifier doesn't get in. He goes to the games and essentially wins the sandbag. I mean, he does what the other three athletes do at 340, and then he gets beat in the tiebreaker. So the breadth of his fitness to be able to do this and the sandbag and essentially win, like what that dude wouldn't have even been at the games. Can you imagine? He's probably still riding the high right now. Well, there's a lot of that. There's a lot. You look at Christy Aramo, you look at Tim Paulson, um, Chris Yermo last year, and you look at Ariel Lowen. Ariel Lowen, yeah. The question, the question is not clearly Nick Matthew is extremely fit. The question is, should these semifinals have free reign to program whatever the fuck they want? There you go. I think clearly the answer is no. Fuck no. <laughs> um and and, and on, on that being said, in, in please, uh, please correct me if I'm wrong. Nick Matthew, relative to Ariel Lowen, Tim Paulson, uh, who is the other guy you said? Uh, the other guy. Sorry, I said Christy Aramo. Oh, Christy Aramo. Yeah, um, this guy's a nobody. Meaning, no one knows his name. And Roman like, Krennikov like last year was he in came the last out of nowhere. Chance. Right? Roman Krennikov. I mean, has Nick Matthew game. ever been to the game before? Games before? Sorry. No. No. So no, it, even close? Has he ever been to the last he chance missed, qualifier before? Yeah, last year he was in the last chance, and he, he okay. was at my. He was at Granite Games with me, and he was the spot above me. Okay, so he's not a nobody, but close. So he's good. He's <laughs> that's from uh, Travis. Dude, I need one of those. What, wait, I want to get it? fired from my affiliate. I'm going to wear that every day. Oh, yeah. Wow. 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 And he's not making the shirts for those knuckleheads. Get with the programming guys, is he? No, they're doing something uh, like Travis, I need one of those, please. Please, I need one of those. <laughs> and could you make the clown a different color? Like, like, like maybe white or I don't know. You're going to make that guy make a whole screen for one shirt. Yeah, he's I'm, making me one that says "suck my tiny penis." <laughs> I'm entitled. I'm entitled. Okay, okay. Let's hit play. Let's watch Nick Matthew. Enough of this. Here we go. Uh, Adrian Bosman. He's watched so many. He's watched a ton of people try this already. Oh no, there's only four in this. Heat. No, he's only watched one person try this. <laughs> he was the first person to get there, and he smashed it. No, none yeah, of the so, women got there. Yeah. So the time cap is three, and he finishes almost a under on a minute under. Jesus, Susan, I had to remove that. What are you, high on drugs or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Susan's multitasking. He's looking, he's checking his fucking porn hub and fucking letting clips play for seven <laughs> seconds. I was trying to use the new fancy technique Hector was saying with the with the uh, letters there, and it wasn't it wasn't going well. Jesus, Hector. We get canceled because of you. Okay. Uh I I, I um I I think Adrian's the the clip of Adrian saves this one for me. I'm gonna I I, I appreciate this, Taylor. What do you think of, of the of the five that we've seen? Uh oh, my list goes from six to four. That's just a typo. It's five. Oh, okay, and okay, four. okay. Yeah. Uh, so so of all the ones we've seen, I think this was the most on the edge that maybe wasn't going to be worthy of the uh, greatest moments. What do you think, Taylor? Uh, well. No, I think this is for sure one of the greatest moments just because of the the because crowd going fucking wild and Nick like you mm. you're you're in the stands. Think about this. Think about it this way from this perspective. You're in the stands, you've watched all the women scream and cuss and fail. You watch Tia bail a single under. You watch none of the women get to the press to handstand, and you're thinking, oh, this is fucking dumb. Boz is shitting his pants. He's got yeah. You're marks. hating on Boz. The yeah. chat's going nuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. everybody's fucking hating it. And then he destroys it, and people go fucking wild. It's like a he's like a gladiator in ancient Rome, fucking 
cutting somebody's head off. It's yeah, and there's no doubt this is the most polarizing event. This is the most controversial event. So, I mean, you already know that going into it. People are going to remember this games for, I mean, a lot of them will remember it for Rebecca Fusilier and the sandbag, and they'll remember it for this workout. They'll remember it for a couple other reasons that we'll see later on. The too. sandbag ladder, they'll remember it for that. But. Uh, okay, uh, number five. The Canadian, Patrick Vellner, puts on a clinic and soaks it in. Elizabeth elevated. This was uh, Elizabeth twenty one fifteen nine with a couple of more nines nine, on nine. there. Yep. And uh, and and uh, instead of rings, the parallettes were used, and you had to traverse them back and forth and break all the sets up into thirds. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this event. I want to preface this and say this could have also potentially been on the not top ten because the celebration was so. Man. Come on, man. He's come on, man. He's he's paying he's paying homage to his roots, and he gives you a little good, little finishing salute there. What place did Colt Mertens take in this? Second, third. He did I predicted good. he would have throttled it, but I can't remember how he did. I remember him doing really, maybe winning his heat. Yeah, I think he was in the heat prior, and then he got beat like by a minute, right? Yeah, I mean it wasn't close, Pat. Pat you know who to crush this event is uh, Nicholas Joyal. Okay. <laughs> Okay, buddy. <laughs> I don't even know that. I'm just making shit. <laughs> yes, his first clip is him coming off the second to last dip and kind of crouching down and like starting to enjoy it. Like he kind of nods to the crowd like, yep, it's happening. And, you know, I'm going to enjoy this. And he's talked about it before. What it What goes into winning an event at the CrossFit Games and how much time goes into perfectly executing a workout and being able to say you were in the best in the world at that workout it, when it does happen, you should enjoy it. And sometimes he's get gotten crap for not having the most uh, memorable or the best celebrations comparatively to people like Josh and rich. But this was, I think he knew it was going to happen. And so he, he did, he did soak it in and kind of bathed in it a little bit. And I think the pause right before the last dip was really good because you need some of that showmanship every now and then. Uh, you can also notice um, he is at 825, and the time to beat is 920. You can see that up in the corner, and he's standing there, and all he has to do is traverse one more time and then three dips a- after the traverse. Right. Yep. Okay. And that, one, that 152.35 should give you six seconds of his finish and then his, uh, his one that maybe Taylor doesn't like so much at the end. A little- yeah, I didn't li- I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't like that celebration either. I like this. Come on, man. I, I would have put, put that in the not so great moments and the not so great moments. Okay, here we go. Patrick Bellner from Canada doing Canadian things. Yeah, that. Oh. Oh, ee. are you oh. trying to fly? <laughs> he lowered his T count by doing that. He lowered you, his T count. JR liked it. JR liked it. Yeah, I dug it. I dug it. I thought it was good. Steve, Steven Flores, I loved it. It, is a a fuck, it was a thing. fucking curtsy. <laughs> You know what a curtsy is? That's why you liked it because you're from the south. The curtsy. Uh, it's a gymnastic thing. For women. <laughs> no, men do it too, man. All right, For fine. I <laughs> uh, should have. Yeah, I mean, there have been worse celebrations for sure. Hey, why did he? It, the, the the this part's good. It's when he comes back down and gives a little flap. That that part was all fucked. Yeah, yeah like he might as well have been wearing a half shirt at that point. No, he brings it down and then he like he He's like taking flight. Up the crowd, right? 
He's elevating. Steven Flores, the guy who looks like the, one of the Diaz brothers, the third Diaz brother that no one knows about. Just fuck your curtsy. Yeah, like, but instead of getting punched curtsy? in the face a hundred times, he got hit in the face with a dick a hundred times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know about this one. I don't know. I'm struggling with this one. I think this one's on the wrong list. Sevon still hasn't done my burpee workout. He's too scared. I will do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Uh, my boy Taylor and Sevon throw down yet. Great episode so far, so far boys. Uh, hashtag Curdusi. Wow. Kurt- it's hardcore. Dussie. Instead of Budusi, Curtsy Dussy. Budusi, Curtsy Dussy. <laughs> Interesting. I'm pretty sure this is um, the largest margin of victory in any of the workouts this year. Oh, look, Taylor was prepared just in case. Some backup ammo. Taylor? What? Oh, sorry, JR. JR. It's all one one person to me. And one this person. next one for everyone who's counting um, number of events to sexes, this is the last male one, and then the rest are all female. Fuck you. Ooh, ooh. Hey, you've, one female at the top would have been enough. Yeah. Come number... On. Number, uh, Susan must have to be hungry or have to take a piss. He's like just forcing shit up now. Uh, number four, Ricky wins event one. After yeah, we need, four, yeah, we need to hear this too. If we can, Ricky, we need to hear this. Well, is this the right timestamp? 28 seconds in? That's right. Uh, 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 Ricky wins event one after a four year ban. Wow. Okay. Will you set that up for us, JR? Tell us what, what the deal is. That's that is pretty cool. Yeah. So we, this is the first event back at the games after serving a suspension. It's an event we know going into, he probably feels a lot of pressure because a lot of people think he should or could win it. You know, he won cyclocross. Everyone knows he's good on a bike. The gymnastics movements won't be an issue. But we also know that at Torian Pro, he was so nauseous that he couldn't even eat. He was just throwing up because of his nerves. So, like, what happens in this? Like, he looks really confident, but does he go out and, you know, finish 18th and everyone's like oh yeah you know he was washed he's not going to do well this year no he goes out and he he ends up taking advantage of some other people's shortcomings that i'm sure are going to be on the next list but he ends up hawking down yana at the end and winning his first event back that's that's a big deal that's awesome this could have also been and what chase says here too is like kind of says it all which is i thought was a great call when the camera was on and before the event, event even started he looks like God. fucking Victor Crumb, dude. Um, what would they have done if he would have like uh, with a sharpie wrote on his chest "fuck you, Matt," <laughs> like, just like right here, "fuck you, Fra- <laughs> fuck you, Fraser." Uh, they would not have let him compete. They would have, they would have fucking hillered him, dude. <laughs> Made him turn his titties inside out. Yeah, fuck. He looks oh, like God. Look God. at that helmet on him. He just looks like a troglodyte ready to do battle. Troglodyte. <laughs> Taylor making me feel stupid. He's a savage. I mean, I don't know what a troglodyte is. He looks also, like a like Vic- a man. Johnny says he looks like a man. Victor Crumb. Uh, great Harry Potter reference. Okay, good. Now I I thought it was like something I missed in biology class. Okay, great. Okay, that makes me feel better. Um, okay, action. Are we ready, Jer? Let's do it. Sure. To the moment itself, and it's event one of the games. He's back from a four-year ban. This has been his life's goal. To- yeah, nuts, right? Yeah, crazy Holy shit. Sets it up and then like takes care of business. I mean, he called he called Benny or someone after this, right? 
like he called or his mom or dad. I mean, he did something where he was like, I did it. Like this must have been a huge release. I didn't even think about that. Catharsis times yeah. a billion. Just taking he just took a massive shit in front of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the same feeling. One of those unicorn ones where you wipe and it's just nothing. The toilet paper's cleaner than when you when you pulled it off the roll. A ghost poop. Yeah. Good on him. That's cool. Good find. Great find. Uh, that that is the highest ranking man on the 2022 CrossFit Games ten greatest moments. Uh, Ricky Garrett uh, at number four. Uh, coming back after um, getting popped for juicing or doing something four years ago, coming back, stepping on the field and just whooping ass. Yeah. Oh, what, what was the event? What did you have to do? You had to, uh, you had to, what was the event? Three and a half. It was 75 toes to bar, five mile bike, 75 chest to bar, five mile bike. And then, and then, and then kind of, and then a sprint, right? And then they, and then you sprint across the field. Right. Little field sprint. Uh, Wad Zombie. Let me, let me ask you this, Wad Zombie. Is there a Ricky Garrett, uh, um, card because i have six cards but i don't have the ricky garrard card you, you gotta make up a, like a pokemon crossfit game like how you play them against each other oh you should be in charge of that seven yeah right going to the beach um <laughs> gotta show oh did okay good nice okay i'm i i just got the text okay uh, guys, we have to end the show. JR just sent me a text. He's got some. Uh, he's got some personal shit. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Fuck, dude. We'll do the last. We'll do the last three tomorrow. I'm sorry your, about that. Open your blinds, Jr. That was. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, num- there's some people actually believe what I just said. Um, number. Uh, Dick Butter, give me your Colton Mertens. No, over my dead fucking body, dude. I ain't giving you nothing. Got a handful of Colton Merton's pubes in a Ziploc bag. He sent me two. I didn't get have those either. Um, number three, Ariel Lowen takes on Tia head-to-head in Elizabeth Elevated. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Ariel Lowen came in through the Last Chance Qualifier uh, last year in 2021. She said she was only going to the semifinals to get the signage. And here she is. I've picked on her so many times on the show and made fun of her. And she, every time, throws it in my face. Yeah, and Sousa, Sousa I, I apologize ahead of time. But if you if you can get all those stamps and show, like, they really do tell this story without letting it play for, like, a minute straight. And it's just something that, I mean, if, I think Taylor weighing in on is really cool, too. When you're in a race like this, you know it. And it's almost like no one else is out there. And it's, like, the coolest feeling ever. You know, the most dominant CrossFitter who's ever lived is to her left right there. You, you know, it's like, okay, this is how it is. It's going to be me and you, and we're going to go rep for rep until one of us can't hang. And little things like they both jog back to the bar. When they leave the bar, Tia walks back to the P bars. Ariel doesn't. She jogs briskly back to the bars. Those little mind games, those little ways to try to make your opponent feel inferior in the moment, that kind of stuff is real. And whether or not people admit it or not, it's just like trying to pass someone on a hill. You you want Mm -hmm. to try to bury somebody when you know that they're struggling. And I mean, how many times has anyone gotten to go head to head against Tia in a workout like this and see her be the one that slows down and blows up? I mean, I can't imagine how like the feeling Ariel Lowen had. And that's, and that's why I say that finish 
when we talked about Roman, Roman and Alpaca is psychological is because of moments like this. When you are, when you're fighting back and forth with somebody and you're thinking, you know, you pull that card, she trots back to the parallel bars and Tia doesn't, that's a, that is intentional and it's a fuck you. And, you know, in like, you know, on my list, this was still in the number three slot, but it was just for when have we ever seen Tia crouch down, huffing and puffing because she can't catch her breath or because she she actually went out too hot and couldn't hold on to someone else's pace. Never. But, you know, it was probably a little bit better suited in the not top 10. So just for me, watching this live and thinking about the back and forth, like how memorable it had to be, not only for people watching, but for Ariel forever. I mean, so cool. And she won decide, this, this is a great idea, by the way, right here. All kidding aside, JR needs to narrate the next game. Is great. I totally agree. They won't let an outsider in unless you yeah. get hired back. Uh, I don't know. Let me tell you what they're doing. Everyone who knows, everyone knows JR and is like tripping. They're like, fuck. Oh, hey, who's the person on the Sevon podcast? Last oh. documentary. Who's the person? I didn't, I didn't watch it. I, don't, I haven't seen it yet either. I'm going to watch it. But I, they, the JR is eventually going to, they'll, they'll try to pull him to the other side of the fence for sure. But they're struggling right now. They're, 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 they, they still, you do not know how hard it was for me to find JR and Taylor. I interviewed 350 people before I chose the two of them to work with me on this show. Are they? Is it, there hey, a, what's more true, that or I looked up to the heavens and said, Dear God, send me your best. And they arrived. One of those stories is true. It's not the first one, motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, I want to say one more thing, too. Uh, notice that on the left of her is Tia Toomey, like JR said, and on the right is Laura Horvat, two of the most intimidating figures probably um, at the CrossFit Games, definitely on the in the women's field. And she's right in the middle of them. Also notice that Tia's documentary crew is behind her and the fucking uh, broadcast camera. And this is, uh, like JR said, I didn't even think about it about it so he said this must feel really good for ariel she must have got a, like a fat t-spike is it do girls get t-spikes uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was good i mean this is this has got to be i mean this is something she will never forget she'll never forget the birth of her children she'll never forget this workout all right action oh and there it is okay and this is going into the nine. This is going into the nine, nine, nine. So it's about to really start like the, the last 27 reps of each. Taylor, when Ariel jogs there, do, do you think that Tia would have jogged there if she hadn't seen Ariel jog? I think that probably forced her hand. I don't think Tia wanted to, but I think seeing Ariel, wait, and the other thing is this, Tia is extremely experienced and knows that running transitions is really important. But I think you could tell at that point in the workout, she wanted no part of that. And seeing Ariel do it was like, fuck, I guess I have to. And then on the way back, she's probably thinking, fuck, I don't know if I can. And Ariel's like, fuck you. I definitely can. And Susie, that's you are the man. If you can show all these clips, let's tell the story. This is awesome. And, and what what is this other movement here they're doing? It, it's the uh, squat dips. Clean. Squat, squat clean. clean. Okay. Yep. And, and and what's the weight on this? Uh, 95 for women. And is the, and is this heavy for either of them? No. It's, uh, it's, it's light enough to where they have to take a risk. Um, but it's giving them some feedback for sure. And it's getting their heart rate up. What do you mean feedback? Uh, meaning they feel it. It's not like an empty bar. It's not like 55 pounds for the ladies or even 75. It's, 
you know, think about doing 21 touch and go squat cleans at 135 as a guy. For the games athletes, that's not a heavy weight. It's a light bar, but you do 21 unbroken and you're going to feel it for sure. It, it definitely makes it so you don't want to jog back and forth between the transitions. Yes. And it gets your heart rate up. The full the full clean for sure gets your heart rate up. So the length of action is. And they probably want to wait to let their triceps get some rest and their chest get some rest. Their heart rate they, down, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. And what did you like about this part, JR? Just how they both kind of decided like, okay, so we're going to go touch and go now. And they're almost rep for rep. They're going to roll forward together. And then after this next transition, we kind of see the – I'm running back to the P-bars. you going to run with me? No? Okay. Yeah, I'm going exactly. there. And, and, and the leaderboard there shows that uh, uh, in that previous shot that we, we couldn't see who was in first. But here in this next shot, you can see T is in first by one rep. No, I'll, I'll jog. Yeah. Okay. That's baller. And I'm right to work. I'm not going to chalk. I'm not going to look over. I'm just going to go. It's like you're not even there. I mean, that's got to be the mentality. And Errol Lowen's probably the most kind individual maybe that you've ever interviewed. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. She still has that inside of her. They all do. The 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 what? The killer? Absolutely. And there one of these clips is really cool. There's there's a one of these clips we need the volume because Chase says, here's the deal. When you can see Superman bleed, when you know there's blood in the water, then now everyone says maybe she can be beaten. Like that. Chase says that? Oh yeah, it's awesome. Man, that's it's- so Sean Woodland. Wow. Good job, Chase. Good job. Uh Howell gets everyone's heart rate up, except his. Except his. Was that a commercial I saw on your YouTube, Sousa, for a second? Yeah. Yeah, we've been battling those too. That's what's like. let's let's go big and get you YouTube premium. Why, why don't you why don't you cut yourself uh twenty five bucks out of the old uh sub on media LLC account? Good dude. Promoted, promoted. That's your first race. Uh O'Connell on the right, a quick chalk up for Ariel Lowen. And then in the background, you see Tia Toomey's, uh, she's already traversing and Tia's not even up on the bar. Right. And Tia's got her head down. Like she doesn't even want to see it, right? It's just starting to set in. She's starting to, it's just kind of starting to blow up. Yeah, Johnny, um, he will be putting that on his Lincoln uh, profile uh, that he got a raise as executive producer of the seven podcast, he'll be throwing that on there. And this might be where this might be where we want volume. I'm I'm pretty sure it's this clip. It might be the next one. But it's on her final set of three. And Ariel Lowen has an event win. In so it's the next one. And they go back to showing Tia and her finishing up and how she's dropping to seventh in the heat or fifth in the heat or whatever. And then that's when Chase makes that call. Uh, a well-deserved, uh, while Sue's accused us up, this is the number three greatest moment at the 2022 CrossFit Games. A uh, well-deserved uh, Ariel Lowen um, beating Tia. How many um, Tia, Tia, fewer pe- How many people have beat Tia? Do we know how many different, do we need Brian here for that stat? How many different people have actually had a win on Tia? Or Chad. Someone Chad, we need Chad. Uh, 
several several this year, several last year, almost none at the 2020 games. And then was it it was it two events this year, Taylor? Only two event wins? Oh, four Tia. Yeah. Yeah. So several. Um this was still, still a big deal to to, to beat her. She's the, she's got to be. Oh, yeah. She's the most winningest, uh, not only in terms of t- titles, but most winningest in terms of first place events too. Right? Yeah, and you, and you'll see this. It ain't the same women beating her frequently. It's like oh, one specialist beats her in this workout, another right. specialist beats her in this workout, and, and so on and so forth. What's crazy is I don't think Ariel Lowen knew. I think we may have interviewed her. After, yeah, she's one of the interviews we did after the games, and I think she said she had no idea she would be so good at this event. Like she didn't go into it knowing that this was her event. Which is yeah, cool. I mean they they've all said in the warm up area there were no p bars, so you couldn't practice that. Wow, and that's kind of a movement that unless you're Pat and you spent time on the parallel bars because it's a male <laughs> event in gymnastics, you're probably wondering how it's going to feel. Everyone probably was, but I, you know, yeah traversing for sure but there are right. a lot of athletes that do a lot of bar dips yeah she beat mal o'brien by 16 seconds second place that's huge huge okay yep we're ready thank you Susan. remaining she is your leader on the floor right now but as you mentioned chase times from prior heats are starting to yeah. And then if you go to 5711, I think that's Chase's announcement. 5711 or 5655. Damn, you're good. Yeah, so that's her winning. Final set of three. And Ariel Lowen yeah. has an event win in Madison. So fifty six fifty five must be that must be that clip. I hope I put it in there. If God, Chase Sean must have been so bummed when Chase said this. He must have been like, fuck, I wish I would have said that. I hope I'm right. I think you're wrong. I think it's for Sean first, who said it. For the first time ever. I think it is Sean who said it. It's not Sean that has that says this quote. Whether or not this is the right timestamp, that's another story. Okay. Fighting for second place with Mal O'Brien. For Ariel Lowen trying to lock up her. Whew. Oh, Look at Sousa's. Winging a mess. Susa's scared. He's scared. Yeah. Good. I like <laughs> it. Be scared, buddy. Get our fucking YouTube station shut down. Because fucking, I'm sure it's right. (laughs) I'm sure it's right within there, but I that was our time limit there. Yeah, sorry, Chase. You're not, you're not, your handy's not coming to a conclusion. I hope he's listening. He knows he said it. He talks about if you can see Superman bleed, if you know. I remember the quote. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, but do you think Chase said it or Sean? It was for sure, Chase. For sure, Chase. Yeah, the only slip up is, yeah, for sure, Chase. He said it. I remember. Ladies and gentlemen, number two greatest moment in the 2022 CrossFit Games. Danny Spiegel, Jacqueline Dahlstrom. And that's it. Bring bring this picture. Those two. You got the picture, oh, Susan. Oh. oh, oh shit, Susan, is that my job? I don't have my text hooked up to this, so in order to do it, I have to like do a whole thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah texting I got photos. It. I got it. I got you, it. I, and in the future, it'd be better off if you guys email it to me, then I can show it that way. God, we fucked up. I got to make sure like nothing shows here. Fuck, I don't know if I, I don't know. I, I just got to close. No nudies. Close all my texts. Pull up the picture. Is that a screen grab? Oh, now I know why yeah, you wanted to show this. I get it. Now okay. when I make it, when I make it full size like this, I get it. I didn't get why this was so important at first. Wow. So cool, man. Wow. Like, 
If you look at if you look at that, there's no angling involved. They're sitting on the same bench, okay? Yeah. You look at that and you tell me which which athlete you think can put 240 on a shoulder, no one's going to say both of them, okay? Yeah. And that I mean, this event in general and until it got to this point, at least on the female side, I didn't find it as exciting. And then after the females went, maybe if the males went first, the females would have the same kind of build up because they knew that, yeah, the first five or six bags are kind of boring. But then when we got to these, I mean, I can't think of a more exciting event to watch. And when you see like Tia in this clip, like nodding her head, smiling, like, wow, like it's, it's so cool that these two were standing and going head to head in a workout like this. Yeah, this is great. And uh, th- there's a considerable size difference, huh? 10, yeah. 10, 15 pounds. And is, is Dahlstrom taller than her? You know? No. No. no, but I want to say on the call, Chase says that um, Dahlstrom's body weight is 148 and her mat's cleaning jerk was 245, which is very impressive. So we know she's great with a barbell already. But the fact that it would translate over to an odd object like this is – Super impressive. And I mean, wait, Danny you're telling did. me her clean, her clean and jerk or her clean. What's 245 or clean and jerk? Yeah. I wonder what her max clean is. Cause think of how much of that bag is off the, off the, off the, I don't know what do you call it. The midline or the, uh, off the, uh, what, what's Trunk. the plane called? The, uh, transverse plane. Fuck, I forget. I need to take my L1 for the 75th time. But but basically, there's a big difference between carrying a fucking 100-pound D-ball and a fucking bar, and let alone this fucking gigantic bag. I mean, it's crazy. For anyone who doesn't know, I have to assume all, all 3,000 of you who are watching live now know that it's like the difference between holding a plate out here, try to hold a 45-pound plate, plate, plate out here versus here. And she's yeah. doing that. She's holding a 240-pound bag, which is basically holding half the weight out here or, or some ch- big, large portion portion of it, which is equal to her max clean and jerk. It's crazy. And yeah, the, and Danny Spiegel day. didn't use – you got to give her a compliment either. She wasn't sloppy at all. It wasn't like just watching some big girl just muscle that shit. I no. mean, she was fucking explosive and technical as a mofo. It looked like she could have stepped into the men's heat. Yeah. It would have been so cool to just let her keep going until she failed. Are, are you okay with that? Are you okay with like Adrian, like just walking out there and be like, Hey, we're going to let her keep going and no. give her fucking two grand a bag. Oh, that well, that, now if you do that, sick. that's all. Yeah. 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 I think but that I mean, would have been but I mean, so for her to do cool. what she needed to do to win the workout. I, I don't think she's like, she's not going to stay out there and risk injury just for your enjoyment. Yeah. But if uh, there's money on the line, yeah. what if that would, Don was there, the new CEO. What if that would have been like his first, like that was like his first day at work and he just, walked, oh, oh, hold on, Danny, uh, Danny, five grand a bag just for trying them. That would have been like some fucking Vince McMahon WWE shit. Greg would have done it. Dave would have done it. I mean, cool. I don't know about now today, but back in the day, that's, that's what made us badass. You win the CrossFit games. Here's $6,000 in a handgun. <laughs> like six hundred dollars in a handgun. Yeah, the first clip of Jackie Dahlstrom doing it, and then seeing the the juxtaposition of techniques too is really cool. I mean, Danny just can just pop her hip, super explosive, and almost drop under it and catch it. And Jackie kind of works works her way up, but the fact that she can do it at that load is crazy. 
Do you think anyone on ESPN has ever like picked a chunk of their toenail off while they're live on the air? I just fucking just ripped a chunk of toenail off. That's disgusting. I'm taking a pee break. <laughs> You're gonna miss the clip. You're gonna miss the clip. Uh, Jacqueline Dahlstrom weighing 145 pounds. Do we know what bag this is? 200. Oh, that's the 240. Yep. Round nine. So she's lifted eight bags before this already. We're definitely getting, we're definitely getting banned for this. We're definitely getting canceled. I tried to queue it up right before the lift. Yeah, a this one, tighter, yeah, but... these, these are, that's what I sent. Sevon yesterday, I was like, dude, we can't show any of these clips things. It takes them 30 seconds to get it from the ground to their shoulder. Yeah. Um, we just press this button. Why do you think that they were able to figure out the women's weight and not the men's weight correctly? Do we know that they figured out the women's weight correctly? How many more well, bags do you think Danny could have gotten? Well, but once someone won, you only need to know right. you only need to know one guy. Yeah, that's true. Adrian said like it was like most of the stuff was tested multiple times. And then after testing, they were like, yeah, no one's going to do over 340. You know what I mean? It was like, so I wonder what the heaviest one anyone did in testing. And he said, okay, with adrenaline, athletes will perform. Let's go 40 pounds heavier than what we think they're going to hit just to plan for it. And then in the warm up area, what three guys hit 300 and that's it. Who day and a couple more, and then look how many went past 300. It's crazy. If you were to ask uh, Nick, Ricky, Justin, Roman, Gee, maybe not Gee, but those other guys, I bet you they would all say that they experienced something supernatural out there because of the crowd and the adrenaline and all that, that it was like, holy shit. Yeah, and in such, in such maybe more of a, a primal way, because if one thing is a millisecond off or a millimeter off in a heavy snatch, or even in a clean, you're not going to hit it. You could wrestle that bag for 40 seconds or for 20 seconds or for, you know what I mean? Way less technical. Just like getting energy from the crowd, I'm sure was felt a lot more than like in a one second lift. What a trip, getting energy from the crowd. Uh, did you see the video that a breathing coach, breathing expert um, did on Justin Medeiros' lift? Did either of you guys see that? No. No. It's a pretty, oh, it's a his pretty bracing. Thing. I noticed that when I watched him do the event, the way he braced at each stage. So, okay, brace. And that, and he was doing some interesting mouth breathing. Like, you know, he would take a huge breath. Where you have to force it down, she's claiming. Swallow it down. Yeah. Push out. Oh, yeah. I noticed that when he was lifting. I was like, wow, he has his technique dialed in more than almost any other competitor on this bag. And I think that's what allowed him to go as far as he did. Yeah, we were watching. Yeah, we were watching. I remember we said – He's been trained to do oh, yeah. it. Like oh, yeah. he didn't just see the strongman guy do it once yeah. and say, okay, I can do that. Like turning the bag on the way up is the right way, but way more technical. So and what I am, I was going to say, and what I noticed more than even the sandbag technique, like you, you keyed in on the sandbag technique during that event. I was just locked in on his bracing. Like I watched him breathe and I was like, wow, no other competitor is doing that. Um, it was awesome. I, 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 by the way, I think this, uh, new being clean says geese said it was dangerous. I think that this workout was significantly more dangerous than what people, uh, think significantly more, more dangerous. Yeah. Oh my God. Get the, f sorry. Well, who got hurt on this event? 
No, I don't know. Maybe no one. But okay. I but I think it was fucking um, Scott blew his fucking knee out on legless rope climbs. So anything is, <laughs> I'm just saying anything uh, is dangerous. Anything is dangerous. I mean, right. at the professional, I'll give you that, too. At the yeah, professional level, fuck. these guys are going max, max throttle, full throttle. That pisses um, me off. Shut the fuck up, Gee. You're a profe- You're getting paid to be there. It's still dangerous. Don't go. Am I allowed to say it or do I have to shut the fuck up, too? No, you can say whatever you want. I love you. I didn't get paid to be there. <laughs> uh Danny Spiegel, the winner of the event. This is gonna be less than seven, I'm sure. Oh, so she did oh, okay, yep. Wow. God, she's so fucking strong. It is crazy. You remember that uh JR, do you remember that event? And that is that is not the technique Justin used. No, she her and Gee are very similar. You mean the you mean the event at Wadapalooza that she power snatched the whole time? Yeah, with yeah, the yeah. Walk circus. I think it was called Circus. Uh, it that was the, it for the males obstacle. and she won it for the yeah. females. Yeah, she fucking powered all the snatches at like two twenty, not two twenty. It wasn't two twenty five. I want to say it was like one sixty five. Yeah, it was nowhere near that heavy. Sorry, I'm freaking out. Um, but she, it was an insane weight, and she made it look like the men. It's crazy. Yeah, Jr. Howell Stradamus. I agree. I wish I wish that flowed a little better, but I feel you. I want it to broken work. clock. <laughs> I love Guillermo. I think he's a great athlete. I just don't like when athletes complain about something being dangerous when they're getting paid to be there. That's like a running back being complain complaining about having to get tackled. Well, yeah, that shit's dangerous too. Okay, I don't think that we're going to make it to the second part of the show. Oh, dude, don't be afraid. It could be a standalone. Yeah, don't be afraid. Let's think. Let's let that thought percolate. Okay. Go ahead, Jer. Go, right. Jer. go ahead, Jer. Go ahead, Jer. And I was going to ask Taylor, can he come on tomorrow night? Let's do it. Oh, back to back nights. We we already got the buzz. Wow. Yeah, it's on tomorrow. I can, for sure, I can come on, baby. I'm good to go. I can do tomorrow night. Fuck yeah! All right. Okay. Um, ladies and gentlemen, the number one. First of all, big and flexy. Eat a dick. We showed a bunch of girls. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, number one CrossFit Games. 2022. Oh, I was just going to say, we should see if people could guess it in the comments. Okay, guys, start guessing. So you number one second to guess it right now. The, well, oh, yeah, just let them roll. Before I do the big announcement, um, uh, did you did you consult these with uh, Taylor before you? No. No, no I asked him no, to review he, mine. He told me to go fuck myself. Oh. He asked me... Uh, he asked me what I had on my list, and when I started telling him, he goes, "No, dude, that's not on the that's that's not a positive moment. That's not a, that's not a." <laughs> he said that goes on mine. So then I got frustrated and had to find five more clips. Hey, everyone on the show I'm friends with, um, who uh, off the show, the only person I'm not is Taylor's. Let that be known to everyone. What do you mean? What'd you say? <laughs> Read the comments. Oh, dude. Um. The number one 2022 CrossFit Games best moment of the year. This is the moment, number one. And the best commercial that Rogue's ever made without making it. Uh, w- well said. Uh, uh, Rebecca Fuselier, Rogue commercial finishing the Capitol. Just the crowd starting to... Ugh. So here's a girl who barely made it to the CrossFit games. Did she come through the last chance qualifier? No. 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 But Mac. but she was in that she was in that uh one point away from Brooke Wells, one point away from Kelly Clark, right? Yeah, yeah. good memory. Yeah. Okay. And so so basically she took she took fifth or fourth? She well, either fifth. way, the point 
the points at the semifinals were 242, 243, and 244, some crazy shit like that. And she makes and she and she's tiny. She's a she's a she's probably the smallest uh uh lady in, in the um field, athlete in the field. Uh and she arrives at the games. Um, she, she's probably one of the newest, she's probably one of, not, uh, one of the newest people to CrossFit also too, right? She doesn't have a, like this long, illustrious career. This is on the front page of usatoday.com Whoa. right now. Wow. That's pretty cool. They would wow. never show it on CNN though. Cause you know, and, uh, <laughs> and because uh, working out will make you a uh, right wing. Everyone knows that. Um, she shows up to this event and, uh, and go ahead, Jared, let, let her rip. Yeah, and I think there's a moment. Um, maybe it was on the. Do you want to tell us the workout first? What 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 happened? What transpired to get to this point? Yeah, this is the Friday morning workout. Uh, it's the capital. They did 20 pick flips. They ran three and a half miles. Then they did a 200 meter Jerry bag carry with 100s and 70s. And then they did a Husafel carry 200 meters, ending with climbing stairs, 200 pounds and 150 pounds. This is 150. I'm sure it's well over her body weight. And I think there was a moment maybe when you interviewed Adrian and said, you know, what's going on through your head when you're watching her because there is no time cap. And if he didn't say this, I apologize. But I want to say that he he said he went up to her at one point and said, you going to be able to finish this? And she said, yeah, I'm finishing it. And he he definitely like, okay, said cool. it to someone. I don't remember if it was her, but I but I think you're right. I think you're spot on. Yeah. And um, yeah, just I mean, to a lot of us that go to gyms, this is CrossFit. This right here. That's it. People crowding you, around, people people helping you finish something you don't think you can do. Maybe you finishing something you don't think you can do, and you know this this kind of a moment wouldn't have been possible in in any other year because this backdrop was the reason why it was so special. And if 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 anyone who is wondering, like I was, is Adrian Bosman suited for this job? And it, and it's hard for me to say that because he is a dear friend, but I wondered that. And if you're wondering if he's suited for the job, it was his leadership, his his call at the very moment that this was going on to allow the crowd to come in behind her. And uh, and, and, and that's that's quite the audible that requires some uh, real situational awareness, understand the drama, understand the stage, understand just the gravity of the situation, how you want it to be portrayed to the world. And, and, you're, and you're right. I think JR nailed it. Adrian did grow up in, in the affiliate. That Those are his roots at, at uh, CrossFit San Francisco. And that is, that's an affiliate moment at the CrossFit Games. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Do you ever see people at your gym that fucking hate that? When they're the last in a workout and everyone's like cheering them on, they're like, yeah, fuck you. People in my gym don't do that. Really? So we, Andy, really? my, my boss... He's always like, you know, he's really big on like, don't clean your equipment up when there are people still working out in the workout. And when the la- when there's one person left, like go cheer him on. And he's, you know, it's, a, we, it's that affiliate thing. But as soon as he's the last person in a workout, <laughs> you better stay the fuck away. <laughs> hey, I, I've, I've, I, even though I never belonged to an affiliate, I've worked out in, in affiliates and, and, and with people, you know, obviously hundreds, if not thousands of times. And I, I it, it never bothered me. I, yeah, it's it, 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 it's always motivated me. It's always made. It's it's. I've never been like fuck you. It's always. I, I can remember specifically times just being on a rower and wanting to like calm down, and I'm the last person, and fucking five people come over and start yelling at me, and and I'm always thankful. I'm always thankful. I don't even hear it to be honest. Like it doesn't bother me, but I don't, also wouldn't go as far as to say it, like is it it pushes me harder. I think I've like got this really loud 
internal self-talk going on that I just kind of don't really hear much, but I love it. And and why doesn't it happen at your gym, uh, Mr. Howell? You don't allow it? No, no, no. It's not that. I think, I think a lot of people, um, like to suffer in silence. He's got a young crowd and they, and, and they don't want to be, they want, they don't want the attention on them. You know, this is some, this is a conversation for another day when me and Taylor get together, maybe talk about, what's the right way to program for your affiliate and do you program for who's in it or do you program for general fitness or whatever? But we had over a hundred names on the whiteboard today and not one person put up their time. It's a very, it's a very interesting, it's a very interesting dynamic. It's, uh, there are lots and lots and lots of really, really fit competitive people. And some people that aren't competitive in the sport anymore are still just crazy fit. But for some reason that push that you get, trying to beat each other only lasts during the workout. It doesn't last after when you go over the whiteboard and you look at the times it's, it's strange, but, but they don't put their times, meaning they're they egomaniacs. Don't. No one does because they're embarrassed. The people that win the workout don't. And the people that finish last don't, it's just, oh. it's something that kind of went away over time. Um, you know, I think probably a lot of people worrying about it too much and yeah. maybe the temptation to, not do the full workout just so you can beat someone or, you if know, you train it. If you train at JR's gym and you don't, and you're watching this and you don't put your score on the board tomorrow, you're a douche. You have to do it just to be a contrarian. You have put to your do fucking score up. Yeah. yeah you still, you still write it. everybody's name up on the whiteboard before every yeah. class. Yeah. Just, like I would shit. say, I would say on average, if a hundred people's name on the board, maybe two put a, put on a time, but, but two coaches, but two coaches ask for it. Because we ask, ask for, for them like, too. Hey, give me your no, it's it's score. it's always just a voluntary thing. Do you, you ever do you ever encourage them on like benchmark workouts that you know you're going to repeat or workouts that you repeat often in the gym? Yeah, yeah, or or just that they track it somewhere, like on their mm-hmm. phone or in in an app. You know, some people still have like stuff like Wattify Active and things like that. So yeah. I think I think there's two ways to look at that. Like there's the way to look at it where like. Mm, you're worried about who's going to beat you and you don't want to put your time up because you don't want somebody else beating your time just because they saw it. But there's also like, and this is what Andy preaches is accountability. Like your score is your accountability. Your scores that you did the workout to your standard, your scores that you did all the reps, your That's score. L1 shit. That's the culture. That's the culture they teach you in the L1. Hannah, I fucking love that. Uh, yeah. Makes my heart melt. The thing is, is like, I want to be, cr- but JR's so fucking weird already. Like the whole thing is that's just, it's just weird <laughs> in his gym period. Like everything is just like. He looks so good in that shirt. It, it, yeah, he does look great in that shirt. Mm-hmm. Everyone looks great in that shirt. Go and buy a fucking shirt. We found a new <laughs> model. For Make me rich, drop. bitch. Yeah. Um, tomorrow, what what a great show. Um, to, to Top 10, uh, we did it. Uh, tomorrow, we will shit on CrossFit for uh, 90 minutes. Um, it's Taylor's fault. It's, we're going to do the Fuck. 10 most fucked up moments. Like, of, um, oh, hey, Some, something just came up for me tomorrow night. Fuck you, dude. You better be there. <laughs> will, Will, you should make a um, the thumbnail for this brand setter should be uh, Taylor squatting over the word CrossFit and diarrhea pouring out of his ass. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, do not do that, dude. Do not fucking the CrossFit do that, Games dude. logo. Oh um, my god, it's and, in jest, uh, and people who can't take a joke can shove it. So, okay, uh, okay I saw your private comment. Susan, ads are playing. Okay, yeah, that was a long Just an hour. Anything? Um, just just for shits and giggles. Um, do you guys have a few minutes? Yeah. Um, if anyone wants to uh, call in, um, feel free to call in. Uh, 
chat with Jr. or uh, Taylor for a second. Uh, are, are are you happy with this, uh, Jr. Now that you went through and looked at them, or like because it's different when yeah, you're it was cool. looking I think, at I them. I think it probably would have been this year. I think it probably would have been better and maybe harder to just do a top five and then do a couple honorable mentions because I do think some of them were memorable to me. Maybe just from like a nerd geek standpoint of watching like competitors compete versus things that will be more memorable to the general population. Did, did you sweat or feel embarrassed to send it even come up? You're like, oh, fuck, I thought this was good when I was by myself. No. Okay. There weren't any like that. I just asked that because sometimes when I do the live call-in show, like clips will pop up that I chose and I'm like, oh shit, why did I choose this? Like, what was I thinking? I was taking a shit on the toilet and I thought the whole world would want to see this with me. Like, what? What was I thinking? Hey, but also real quick, yeah. we're looking, uh, me and JR are looking for sponsors for our programming show. Just throwing that out there. For all the shows, for any show you're on. For you, any show for me and JR are on, yeah, yes. we're looking for sponsors for the show. When was the last time I've been in a box? Uh, I, uh, we're, we're here in Newport and everyone went to a box and worked out except for me. I well, saw that why? I saw that picture. I think that, the, oh, I, uh, I didn't see the, uh, I don't think I saw the picture. Which box did they go to? Did they go to chalk? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went to chalk. That's okay. why you didn't go. And they, no, no, I like, I'm, I'm a good, I'm good with Brian Fisher. Uh, <laughs> and they went to another, they went to another uh, box too. I'm trying to think the last, I mean, the last box, the last box I've been to is CrossFit Aptos, but I don't think I worked out there. I used to go there all the time just to watch my wife work out. I would just sit on the bench and watch with the kids. That's a cool gym. Then I think Zach didn't he sell it? It wasn't his, his Zach Pine. Yeah, I can't remember the the lady's name who bought it. Yeah, Zach Pine. Zach yeah, Pine cool. That's a cool gym. Work out there. How can you be there. the CEO and you don't work out at a box? I don't got. I, it's not how I want to allocate my time. To be honest, I don't want to drive there. And um, but but it's a good question. I just don't. I just don't want to allocate my time. Maybe I should rethink that. When, when your should, kids get older, then you can just take them, and you'll have an excuse to go. I've been to a lot of boxes though, my friend, and worked out and worked out in a shitload of boxes. It just, if I do that now, uh, it would be probably, you know, extra hour or two out of my day. And I do like to work out every single day. Do you think your kids would ever want to go into CrossFit into a gym and become member, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My kids would love that shit. They did. Actually, we did. They used to do uh, CrossFit classes at uh, CrossFit Santa Cruz with, um, not Michelle Moots, with, Lauren Gala- Lauren Galassi, she's like one of the original gymnastics girls that was on dot com, and she was a f- an amazing coach. She had great videos on um, handstand walking techniques, pirouettes, uh, rope yep. climbs, stuff like yep. that. Like really good stuff back in the day. Stefan, do you follow SMTP? I, I I follow. Yes, I do. I'm on the um, assault bike track. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we have awesome workouts. You'd love it. There's a lot. There's a lot of fan bike in there. You guys can pick on me all you want. I'm. I am far. I'm far from perfect, but I'm better than the rest of you. So, that's <laughs> all right. You lost your opportunity to call in. Bye.